one, two, a check of one, two. With two minutes to go, it's fourth and 32. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the 4th and 32 podcast, the only podcast that podcasts your podcasts. My name is Cole Smithson. I'll be your host for the evening. And always join me. What a mindfuck that was. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, you hear him, folks. It's Ethan Sue with me on this Thursday night football recap. We just watched the Rams versus the Seahawks in mm-hmm. Seattle. If you listen to the gambling podcast, you would have heard me say bet all the unders and they hit uh, Russell Wilson breaks his finger. I think the story of the game on yep. an Aaron, on Aaron Donald's helmet mm-hmm. uh, looked like he couldn't grip the football on the sideline. And that that was the game. Geno Smith came in and played well. Not but bad. Yeah. The, the Seahawks had trouble scoring the entire game. It was it's weird because, you know, Lockett got involved. Metcalf seemed to be going off, but they're like afraid to throw the ball with Russell Wilson. 11 of 16 tonight. Geno Smith had 17 passes. They're they offensive line. In the third quarter. It makes they're, absolutely no sense how they use Russell Wilson. They're like scared to play him, but he's still playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. His well, pick was gonna, tonight was off an incredible play by yep. Jalen Ramsey, then picked to shout out uh, from my high school, Troy Reader. Yep. With the interception there. But uh, what were your thoughts on the game? Sorry, sorry to cut you off. I there. mean, no, it's okay. I mean, like, just to bounce off your point, like, I thought the Seattle offensive line played really well tonight. And so if they're playing well against a unit where they have, like, a multiple-time defensive player of the year playing across for them, I think you should trust that they're going to protect the quarterback. I mean, I guess it's not so true because he did hurt his finger with Aaron Donald being the cause of that. But – you know, I think that was more of a bad coincidence. And uh, Seattle just I don't I don't understand it either, man. Like, honestly, it's one of those things where they got such a good quarterback. They can really unleash the ball downfield if they want to. And it's obvious that, like, they haven't figured out their whole commitment to the run yet. It doesn't help that Carson was down tonight with a neck injury. Mm-hmm. I think they want more stability out of him. But like at this point, he gets hurt every year. So they just need to see more out of their running backs. But, yeah, I mean, I think the story of the game was just that the Rams were a bad defense so far this year. Um, And then they played really well tonight, I thought, for the most part. They did really well in the second half. Like, I believe that the Seahawks were held under 100 yards in the second half, total yards of offense, which is pretty great. So, you know, the Rams were sharp for sure. They deserved the win. Yeah, I mean, it was just hard for Seattle to move the ball. People forget that this Rams defense is really talented. Obviously, Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey, two of the best players at their position in the league. If Aaron Donald might be the best player of all time. Yeah, agreed. And shout out to Nick Scott, who had an interception to seal the game win for the Rams. Played against him in high school. He's like actually one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play high school football, which is pretty insane because he starts at safety in the NFL. So yeah, the shout that guy out being a super talent. Um, Troy Reader was also a fantastic running back. All these dudes could play both. Yeah, but uh the Seahawks defense is really, really atrocious. Um, Robert Woods, 12, 150, Cooper Cup, 792, Deshaun Jackson had his almost a 70 yard. Uh, completion where mm-hmm. Jamal Adams, it looked like he couldn't even uh, locate the ball. 
that was kind of floating up in the air. Stafford also hurt his finger in this game. I think yep. that's important to know. But the Rams just kind of they could they could move the ball in the third quarter, and Seattle really couldn't. Russell going down hurts, and they had a tough time establishing the run. I just yeah. I think the Seahawks team isn't very good. I think the two and three record is pretty fitting. I think there's. No, I agree. I think they're very similar to what they were last year, just without the hot start. Like I could totally see them being a team that finishes the season. Like, well, now I have to adjust because 17 games, but I could see them being a team that finishes the season, like nine and eight or eight and nine. And just like barely squeaking on the outside, just because they're like a team that's built to be in the playoffs, but you know, they're not very good. It doesn't help that two teams in their division are one that beat them tonight. That's three and one. And the other one is the only undefeated team left in the NFL. So it does not help the Seattle Seahawks cause to find a positive record this season, but they're going to see. They're going to have a tough schedule, dude. They are in the NFC West. This is another divisional game here in the Thursday night recap. And my takeaway is the Rams didn't play their best game. Stafford might've hurt a finger. Mm-hmm. But they're a good team, so they're going to find ways to score. They're going right. to, you know, their receivers were eating the secondary alive. Uh, as much pop as Metcalf and Lockett might get mm-hmm. in NFL circles, I would like to see them dominate more. I know they had a tough matchup here today. Metcalf obviously had a pretty good game, but yeah, a really good game, I should say. But, you know, I want to see more than 60 yards from Tyler Locker, especially with 10 targets. Well, to so be fair, tough, he, like, yeah, to be fair, he did catch a touchdown at the end of the game and then it got called or maybe not the end of the game. It was the end of the first half. I think he got a touchdown and then it got called back for holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, one big play could have been the difference between who having a yeah. great game or not. But I understand what you're saying, because, you know, for this <laughs> Seattle team to be successful, you have to see consistency out of both your star receivers, not just one. It always feels like one of them goes off, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. It always feels like it's either that Tyler Lockett has like three touchdowns in a game and balls, or it's that DK Metcalf has like an incredible game. It's never both of them playing in tandem with one another. I mean, for fantasy owners, that's good and bad, but at the same time, if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, it must be kind of frustrating going week in and week out and just not seeing enough out of one of your stars every week. Uh, Absolutely. And Russell Wilson is playing really well this season. Mm-hmm. Despite the team struggles, I just I don't understand why they won't unleash him. He's almost like a one of those players on a basketball team that has a ton of uh, you know points in production, but in a few minutes, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't mm-hmm. get he, he yeah. football like twenty three times last game. Look at his stats right now. He's like over seventy percent completion on the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if what you, they're doing. If you go and look at his numbers from last year too. He was a phenomenal passer at the beginning of the year when he was like really in the buzz for MVP conversation. Um, You know, I I just don't get it because it's not like they have a rushing identity. Like they very much don't have any identity, I don't think, on offense because they just won't commit to the passing game as much as they should. And that's the better part of their offense, in my opinion. So Seahawks seem like they're a mess. But, you know, you touched on the Rams. Their passing game seems pretty sharp, despite Stafford throwing a pick in this one, which I think was just a great defensive play by Quandre Diggs. That was, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he was trying to throw the ball to the back of the end zone. Diggs comes over, toe drag, swag. Yeah, it yeah. covers a lot of ground to go get a shout out, Nate Burleson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Shout out, uh, Nate Burleson, our dude. Um, <laughs> 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 we're such good friends. We're best <laughs> friends of Nate Burleson, but, uh, 
like I've said in the gambling pod, I thought this was going to be low scoring. These teams always play each other weird. If you look at the last now five games, they, they've been low scoring. Uh, that just seems to be what happens here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pew Carroll, you know, it's, it's tough to see Stafford with like 360 yards passing and they score 26 points. They got to finish in the red zone, but you know, things happen. They got the win on the road and that's what you want to do here. If you're the Rams go to four and one uh, re, uh, rebound next week, have a better game, but you, you got out of here with the win and, and that's what bad teams or sorry, good teams do even when they don't play their best. Yeah. And I think Seattle will make up for this one. The Rams are a good team. Like you have them picked for your Super Bowl. I think there's a lot of people who feel the same kind of thoughts on them and they're three and one right now. So like Seattle shouldn't get down on themselves too hard. They played a good football team in prime time. And I saw a stat that said the last, uh, the last nine games that the Seahawks had played on Thursday night, they went nine to zero, which is pretty crazy. So like they just lost for the first time in a long time. That's good consistency. They'll make up some ground from this. Not even a question. Absolutely. I completely agree. Uh, any last thoughts in this game? Any last um thoughts about this division as a whole i'm excited for every single nfc west matchup we got another one this weekend mm-hmm. uh, cardinals yep. 49ers this is a great, it's a good great one and uh, yeah I'm really excited for it. it was good to see robert woods go off yeah that was good it was good to see robert woods go off get a lot more involved uh yet i also will say it was nice to have a good primetime game on thursday night to, at some point this year Cause I, you know, we talked about this last episode. I don't think any of the games have been particularly amazing. And I don't think this one was particularly amazing, but at least it was like two teams where you you look and you're like, both these teams could make the playoffs. This is a fun primetime game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Seahawks, you know, tough start to the season that Vikings loss is going to haunt them. Yeah. But they have a nice little cushiony part of their schedule right here. They got at Steelers, then the saints at home, then the Jaguars at home. Got to get at least two wins there. Yeah. Be five, uh, if they get two wins. They're 500. If you go three and oh there, you're five and three. You've righted the ship. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. But you need to, then they got a tougher part of their schedule. Like they don't, uh, this division is just going to beat each other up. So you yep. got to get above 500 here. I, I think that about them Rams coming up. Who do they got? I'm about to check here. I think it's also with this division. It's like one of those things where any, any given week, any of these teams could have the other team in this division's number like Cardinals and 49ers are playing this week. Cardinals are undefeated. Like you never know if the 49ers just really come out with a good game plan. Like the next time that Seattle plays the 49ers, then it's like, you never know if Seattle has a really good day. Any of these teams have the ability to beat the other team in their division. Um, You know, I, I, that's why this division is so fantastic. It's like the opposite of the NFC East for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. I pulled up the Rams schedule. Oof. They have an easy three-game stretch. Yep. They got Giants, Lions, Texans, even Titans. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is not a murderer's row. They they could easily get the 7-2 here, be looking very good for that Super Bowl prediction. Yeah, agreed. I think that's I think they got a good, you know, couple of games on the slate here. Um and I think they were already going to win a lot of games anyway, but it definitely helps their cause to take over first place, hopefully, at some point. But uh, what's uh, what games are we getting into here, Smith? Let's dive into the slate, man. Absolutely. We're going to release this as a zone podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 4th and 32, Thursday night recap. Have a good one. Nice. Peace. Peace. Peace.
Thank you.